Welcome to another edition of Maroon and Bold. I am the CM Life Sports Editor, Mackenzie Sanderson. I'm here with my assistant, Dylan Getz. Dylan, how you doing today? We good. You know, we're doing pretty good today. Yep, we just yep. got out of sports writing class, so... Heck yeah. All right, so on this episode, we're going to talk to you a little bit about... Um, the Central Michigan football team as they head into their MAC opener at home this Saturday. They're going to face the University of Miami, Ohio. And then we're going to wrap it up by just letting you know what other sports are going on this weekend. All right, so heading into football. Um, so on Saturday, we're facing the University of Miami, Ohio, and this is going to be uh, the Chippewas Mid-American Conference opener. Um, right now, we are 2-1, and one, and Miami is 1-2. and two. And pretty interesting, um, after last weekend, even though we lost to Syracuse by a score of 41-17, to 17, um, something good came out of that. We actually are leading the country in interceptions. CMU has nine total interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Cox is first in the country with three interceptions, and Amari Coleman and uh, Alex Briones each have two, and that's good for third in the country. So you talked to Josh and Amari a little bit at practice this week, Dylan. What did they yeah. have to say? Well, well, first of all, Josh, you know, he was happy to have his three interceptions. He was happy to have, you know, the defense as a whole was happy to, you know, be able to lead the country in interceptions. Right. You know, they're kind of disappointed about how many points they gave up, gave up last weekend, of course. It was a season high, uh, 41 points against Syracuse. But, you know, they're hopeful and, you know, ready to get back at it, ready ready to, you know, face their Mac opponent in Miami. But Josh was, uh, he told me that he wants to get, you know, um, eight or nine for the season. So he's he's on pace to do that. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I know last year when Marcus Keene was here, when Marcus Keene was here, he led the country in scoring. This is the same kind of thing, right. you know, right here with this defense. I mean, if they can keep this up. It's going to be pretty impressive. They uh, force a lot of turnovers. Uh, I think, you know, total turnover-wise, like fumbles and interceptions, I think it's uh, maybe 11. We're not too sure on that stat. Um, but anyway, I mean, it's pretty impressive. Like, you know, Central Michigan's leading the uh, leading FBS Division One in, in interceptions, which, you know, we kind of knew that they had a really strong, you know, defensive back coming in. But, you know, we didn't didn't necessarily expect this. Yeah, uh, just like you said, it's going back to the Marcus Keene thing because our basketball season last year, we did not have a good season. We actually had a losing yeah. season. Yep. And um, it's just kind of cool that, like, this small mid-American conference school – I mean, we don't have a small school student-wise. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of students here, and it's bigger than, like – Yeah, on the, on the sports scene. I mean, we're yeah. kind of small. Not I mean, many, we yeah. are a small school. Yeah, like, we're mid-American a... conference, that's, like, a smaller conference yeah, that it... – uh, it you know, it's obviously not Power 5. It's not mm-hmm. – uh, Big Ten, Big Twelve. It's not what people are actually like paying attention to on TV, right? But um, yeah, you ask somebody that's out of the state where Mid American m- Conference schools yeah, are. Yeah, or yeah, even even Mount Pleasant, Michigan right. is. You know, they you know you're not you're not too sure. <laughs> so yeah, that that's nice. You get a little na- national recognition. Uh, it it's really weird because you know you don't expect these things, right. and when they happen, you know it is big news. And it's pretty impressive that they were able to, you know, get so many interceptions. Briones has two, Coleman has two, yep. Cox has three, you know, and there's a few, few more, um, you know. But, yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, so just getting back on track um, with what's going on in, at practice this week, heading into that Miami game on Saturday, um, 
we've been noticing we noticed last week at Syracuse um, we were down two wide receivers we talked a little bit about mm-hmm. that in our last podcast um, we lost Corey Willis and uh, Brandon Childress with injuries um, we had a little bit of up of an update on Corey Willis um, they're hopeful that he could be coming back with what is it like three to four weeks yeah they're still he's kind of on track you know from what his initial you know take was on the on the thing at, on his broken hand, he, yeah. they said it was going to be a little, about a month, could be a little bit over, could be a little bit less, but he's on track so far. It's still, you know, three to four weeks, which is, you know, it's on track to be the same with, with Childress. On the other hand, he will not return. Right. Just saw him walking through Moore Hall today, actually. Yeah. You know, that, that was, that was unfortunate, you know, I mean. He does have surgery, I believe next week i okay. thought i heard him say that yeah but yeah so that's just too bad for him but at least he's got you know another season to look forward to yeah he's actually got two more right he's a sophomore yeah yeah yeah, yeah so he'll he'll definitely have his have his time but yeah, right like now at least it's not his senior year yeah you know, yeah that would be like, totally but like on with conklin on the other hand um mm-hmm. You said that you saw him practicing a little yeah, bit yeah i actually asked josh cox a little bit about this today um he said he was kind of running around out there. He didn't have a boot on again. Uh, Conklin didn't have a boot on. Um, you know, they're hopeful that he can be back this season, and they really think that, you know, he can if everything keeps going well. Uh, wasn't able to actually talk to him about it and see how the uh, how the medical appointment went last Monday, but we're looking to get more updates on that as soon as we can. But they they are really hopeful, and, you know, it's kind of – the aura around, you know, the football team is that he is going to be back by the time, you know, this season is coming to an end. So that's going to be a big, you know, <laughs> a yeah. huge impact for them. I mean, he's one. He's coming into the year. I thought, I thought he was undisputed, like their best player. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, it was between him and Corey Willis. So maybe Joe Osman as well because he's so experienced. But you know, I, I, I definitely think that, you know, they have a chance. If he comes back, they have a chance to, you know, do things in the postseason, which they haven't done in recent years. <laughs> right. So, yeah, hopefully um, CMU can kind of put him in a good position by the end of the season when he is set to return. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't want to rush him back for sure. Right. <laughs> but um, going back to the wide receivers, uh, so since we were down two receivers last week, um, we had some – more like inexperienced players step up. Uh, we had Eric Cooper, uh, Cam Cole, and uh, who was the f- last? Jacory Sullivan from Muskegon. Yeah, yep. he he got some significant time, which you know wasn't really expected. But uh, <laughs> it's kind of a funny story with Eric Cooper. You know, his first catch of his whole career was a touchdown, and then the second time he touches the ball in his whole career, you know, is tipped up in the air, and it was a pick six for Syracuse. Was that Eric Cooper? or Was that Cam Cole? Uh, I think uh, maybe maybe not maybe not. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of unfortunate because these new receivers, they you know they got that boost right away, right? And then you know the new receivers tipped the ball up and they took it back right after that, you know. So I guess yeah. In that kind of last a, game, 
it was Cam Cole who he got his like first career touchdown as a 56 yard touchdown and then just like the yeah very I'm next sorry play. I'm sorry it was Cam Cole I didn't Cole. know if you were talking about up. like a previous year but no like the last yeah. game it was Cam Cole and it was like a really good like first career touchdown for 56 yards and mm-hmm. then the very yeah. next play Big he just bobbles it up in the air <laughs> actually yep. Colin had a really good tweet on that it said Cam Cole giveth and yeah. Cam Cole taketh away yeah that was a funny <laughs> I felt one. that one so yeah. mm-hmm. But, but um yeah so uh going back to um let's just talk about the Red Hawks a little bit uh they're one and two on the season right mm-hmm. now um they only got one win and that was against Austin PA is that yeah how you pronounce it? Uh, Austin P Austin PA I mean who knows they're an FCS team right they're they're really <laughs> bad <laughs> you know that that's what that means of course uh they've only got one win against the FCS team the other two teams were I think it was uh you know, they played Cincinnati last week. They lost by four points, I think it was. Okay. You know, they kind of stayed in that game a little bit, but not a great start of the season. But um, if we remember from last year, Miami um, was, like, the comeback team last year because oh, they yeah. lost the first six games of the season, and then they mm-hmm. came back and won the rest of them. Yeah, that was like – we talked about all about that, too, actually, yep. yesterday. And, you know, he, he regarded that, you know, losing six and then winning six more as, like, one of the best – you know, turnarounds in all NCAA history, you know, so he thinks pretty highly of this team, even even if they didn't get off to a good start. You know, we all know that they're still they're still in the running. Uh, I think they went on to lose their bowl game just, yeah. you know, just by one point to Middle Tennessee. Okay. Or no, it wasn't Middle Tennessee. It was uh, Mississippi State. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, what a what a turnaround! I mean that that's pretty impressive. Lose six games straight and then win six more to right. end the season. So like that's when crazy. you really do look at that one and two record, it might not mean as much to the Red Hawks knowing right. that they can come. Like they are, mm-hmm. they have the ability to come back from that because they did it last year. Yeah. And last year, um, we went and faced Miami, um, at their. Home. At Jaeger Stadium. Yep, at yep. Jaeger Stadium, and we actually lost um, Miami yeah, Beach thirty-one to seventeen. Yeah, that it was like a blowout almost. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, their quarterback who is still there this year. Uh, I think he's a redshirt junior this year. Gus Raglan, he won like Mac East uh, Offensive Player of the Week actually the same week that they played CMU because he had such a good game. Uh, right. He had four touchdowns in that game, and it was really it was kind of like the Syracuse game actually. It's kind of the same same yep. scoreline. Uh, but yeah, he's he's one to watch out for. Bonamigo talked in the uh, press conferences and you know practices and stuff that he's really the guy that they're looking at. You know, when it comes to watching the tape about the offense, he's the guy who makes everything happen. Uh, he called them the catalyst of their offense. So they've uh, built a built a system around them, and you know they trust them. So that'll be one to one to watch out for for sure. Yeah, so far, um, Reglan has uh, 664 yards for six touchdowns, mm-hmm. and he's had two interceptions. So right. um, that's going to be there for the Chippewas. That's going to be a force to be reckoned with. So mm-hmm. we'll see Definitely. what happens this Saturday. Yep, and then to move on uh, after that, what do we have, soccer and volleyball? Yep. Okay, so for the rest of the weekend, um, actually volleyball, we'll get started with volleyball first because volleyball has their MAC opener also this week. It's on Thursday, um, so tonight. And uh, volleyball got off to a pretty good start this season. They're 8-4. and four. Um, 
They're going to play tonight against Toledo, and Toledo mm-hmm. is 5-7 and seven right now. That game is at 7 o'clock tonight at McGurk Arena. It's mm-hmm. going to be a good game. Um, our uh, video- sports videographer, who actually is on the volleyball team, Courtney yep. Hildebrandt, uh, s- made sure to tell us that it is luau night. So if you do go hey, to that home opener on Thursday, make sure you wear your luau gear. Yeah, rock that Hawaiian gear. Heck yeah. All right, and then um, on Saturday, the volleyball team is going to be going up against Ball State again at mm-hmm. home. Uh, Ball State is 8-5. and five. Um, That game is at 8 o'clock, I believe. Yep. Um, so with volleyball, uh, you hear a lot about Jordan Beater. She's mm-hmm. she's the one who leads the team. Um, she actually leads the MAC right now with one, 199 kills, and she's third in the MAC with 17 service aces. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the interesting story with her. Uh Buter's led the team in, I think, kills each time, you know, she, from when she started playing here. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. I mean, you don't really expect that out of a freshman. But, you know, now it's her senior year and she's really getting a shine. <laughs> yeah. And then she's just carried, she's kind of carried this Chippewa team uh, for all four years that she's been here. Mm-hmm. Um, she's definitely like, uh, she has that leadership role. She had it last right. year as a junior and she's like leading the team again. Um, mm-hmm. there was one freshman on the team. Uh, I can't remember her first name, but her last name is Smith. I think she's a little Barrow, but, um, yeah, she described, uh, Jordan Beater and Taylor Robinson, um, another outside hitter as like mother figures to mm-hmm. her. So yeah. I think that's really cool. They have a really good chemistry <laughs> on that team. They're all very close friends. So they're really fun to watch on the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are fun to watch. I mean, I've been to a couple games last season, uh, not any so far this season, maybe, maybe tonight. But uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I'll be there yeah, tonight. So. They're they're really fun to watch. I mean, I think uh, you know they all get along out there pretty well, and everybody loves a team that gets along. You know, you don't ever want to see teams arguing and stuff. That just kind of kills the whole mood. You right. Know, you go out there to have a good time, and that's what they offer. So yeah. So um, make sure you head to McGurk Arena to support the volleyball team tonight and Saturday night. Um, if you don't have anything else going on. Um, and make sure you wear your luau gear tonight. <laughs> yeah, rock that luau gear. Hawaiian shirts. Yep. <laughs> so up next we got uh, soccer this weekend. That's mm-hmm. that game. Um, they have two games this week. This weekend. Um, so Kent, they're going to be playing Kent State on Friday. Yep. Kent State on Friday, and then two days later they play Ohio. Yep. Both games are away. Uh, Kent State's at 7 p.m., so that's a night game. That'd be fun to play under the lights. Yeah. But um, and then uh, against Ohio, it's at 1 p.m. Uh, you know, early afternoon start time. The the whole story with the women's soccer team right now, as it was all last year, um, is Lexi Palafas. She is now tied all time in goals scored at CMU. Like career goals scored, she has 26. Uh, I'm not sure who she's tied with, but uh, you know they got you know, a good second half of their season. You know, for her to break that record. So watch out for that. I mean, that's going to be. Um, you know, big news when she breaks that record. She has six goals so far this year. She has one assist. Um, she really leads the team out there. She's just a joy to watch. Tons of energy. She plays, you know, plays big. She gets gets up and, you know, heads, heads some of those goals. And uh, she's just just a freak athlete compared to the rest of those girls. I mean, yeah. you, she, she eats out there. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Every... 
uh, I've only been to two soccer games, but I just re- remember like the mm-hmm. those two soccer games that I went to. I just kept seeing Lexi like she was everywhere. I would look at one side of the field, mm-hmm. one second, and then like 0.5 seconds later, turn to the other side yeah. of the field, and she's there. She like, runs like super hard. Oh, you, yeah. you can always tell she's hustling, and you know <laughs> she's always out there. She's pretty animated, so uh, you can definitely tell that she's putting the work in, and she wants to win. You can you can tell that for sure. She's uh, actually since she's been she's been playing forward since she got here, but. Um, She's a junior now, so freshman, sophomore, and junior year. She yet she led the team in scoring, and the first her first year she only had four goals, but she still led the team in scoring, which is pretty impressive. I mean, they've had cons- consistent scoring from her ever since she's been here, so um, that's really that's really impressive. I mean, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. she's fun to watch. Next time they come home, next time they play a game at home, you should definitely check it out mm-hmm. because. Um, yeah, next time we'll be on the 29th, actually, okay. against Akron, who does have a solid team uh, play yeah, so at the soccer complex, 6, 6 p.m., so don't worry, you'll be out of class and done with your work or whatever you do. Yep. <laughs> whatever so, other things you do during the day. So <laughs> <laughs> So remember the soccer team plays um, Kent State on Friday, Ohio on Sunday. Those games are both away, but we will be covering them live. Yep. Um, so make sure to follow us on Twitter with that. Um, also, to wrap up the weekend sports, we do have field hockey look at, still looking for their first win. Mm, um, yep. They're going to be at Longwood on Saturday. Um, what time is that game? Um, I think it's in the early afternoon sometime. Uh, I can check. Yeah. It's going to be at 1 o'clock. We're going to cover that live for you. It is away, Farmville, Virginia. Okay. Wow, what, what a place to be. <laughs> so hopefully they can pull out their first win in Farmville. Yeah. What is it, Far- Farmville? Farmville, yeah. Farmfield. Farmville. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so. sometimes I think we live in Farmville here in Mount Pleasant. But yep, hey. yep, comparable. <laughs> yep, they're but. 0-7 so far, so that is really, you know, they're... Just please give him a win. Yeah. Okay. Please, God. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. all right. Okay. That's all we have for you for today's edition of Maroon and Bold. Um, be sure to follow us. Uh, we'll be live tweeting um, the football game along with all the other sports going on this weekend. So follow us at CM Life Sports on Twitter. Make sure you like us on Facebook and follow our coverage on our website at cm-life.com. And this is Mackenzie Sanderson and Dylan Getz signing off.